everybody go, holy dolly, holy freaking dolly. Woohoo! <laughs> so when I'm seen, <laughs> Welcome back to chapter 100 and does it really matter if I've lost count? It doesn't even matter anymore. You don't care what I say. You know, oh Luke, you got the episode number wrong. Look at your device that you're listening to it on. It's whatever the number there says. And welcome back guys. It's good to be here and I'll be real with you. Okay, if you're watching, you may have already noticed. If you're listening, perhaps not. I look a bit grubby. I I've realized that I've Record this podcast on a Sunday now because we do it every Monday. So I usually record it sometime on the weekend. And that's kind of my time of the week where it's just, I just let everything go. My standards, my dignity, my my beard gets a little gingery by this time of the week. My, my lockdown vibe is, and I'm not that proud to say it, but uh, I've been shaving once a week and I've been shaving every Sunday afternoon. And currently it is Sunday during the middle of the day, which means I'm really recording this podcast at my grubbiest hour. Uh, I was, I should have probably done it beforehand. I've even got tomato sauce stains on me jumper, but I just feel, look, that's pretty relatable at the moment, particularly if you're in Melbourne. I want to make those people feel comfortable. I'm assuming there's someone watching this with a stain on their jumper and I'm doing this for that person, you know? I'm trying to, I'm trying to like make everyone feel included and i just kind of like the idea that you can watch this podcast or listen to it and feel good about yourself because you're like well i'm not having any stains on my jumper so automatically i'm doing one better than luke and that's great so it's great to be here um i'm not gonna change anything about my appearance i've got bed hair i just burped okay it's it's gonna be a bit of a grubby episode (laughs) but that's kind of the vibe at the moment it's like uh, I did, I showered yesterday, so that's a win. Haven't showered yet today, though. Um, don't care. Kind of rolled out of bed pretty late on a Sunday morning. Uh, oh, I did get woken up early. I keep getting woken up every day by the bloody postman or the, the careers or whatever. Like, the, you know, they would knock on your door. And um, Meg was going the other day. She was like, oh, we should get our doorbell fixed. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because... It's bad enough being woken up by on the door every morning, but absolutely don't want to be woken up by ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. That would be horrible. I mean, I'm sure we could get one better than that, but who cares? So anyway, um, I'm just going to, but yeah, today um, I got excited. I was like rocking some mad Mr. Dursley vibes. Some Vernon Dursley vibes this morning because every single day this week a post had come. We're doing a lot of online shopping. Meg's had some stuff, you know, delivered and broken, then returned. So, and I've I've got some merch that's come, and we've just every morning there's been something, right? We got some new thing for a sponsorship for Luke and Lewis. I, I kept on getting all these packages all week, and every single morning I got woken up between about eight and nine a.m. by do 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 do. And it gets to last night and I'm going to bed and I'm just thinking, oh, I'm going to get asleep in tomorrow. I'm like, there's no post on Sundays. No post on Sundays. I literally was like the Dursley guy in Harry Potter. I was so excited. And then I just get working up this morning. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because careers work all all the time. That's why they're 
infinitely more superior than Australia Post. Australia Post take the weekends off. I think they do Saturday delivery, maybe. But um, I didn't say my intro. Damn it, guys. Welcome to chapter whatever of ivory investigations of an individual. I completely forgot, and I apologize to uh, Bailey, who sent that one in. Guys, sorry. We'll take it from the top. How are we all going? I'm a grub. All right. Now, back to being a Dursley. I was so freaking excited about no post on Sundays. I was muttering it to myself last night. I was walking around the house going, no post on Sundays, no post on Sundays. And then I wake up this morning, do, 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 do. And I was like, for fuck's sake. I didn't do that because I was asleep. I went, and I probably looked even grubbier than I do now. Imagine how grubby I would have looked when I woke up. This is me awake and doing the day. I think I uh, must have worn this jumper last night. We had a barbecue and uh, we eat on the couch because we, we literally never eat at the table. I don't know about you, but I don't even remember the last time I ate at a table. It would have just been like at a family dinner event. Megan and I just like watching the Avengers, just eating. I was spilling shit all over me. And that's just the vibe at the moment. There's no reason not to do that. Like there's nothing else to do. So at least, you know, it's a little sad maybe, but hey, that's what we're doing. Um... My legs are sore. I got sore quads. Hams, hamstrings, actually. The quads are the front. I got really sore hamstrings and calves. Because yesterday, whew, the weed war continued. Uh, if you don't know, about eight to ten weeks ago now, I embarked on a... Oh, I guess I declared war against the weeds in my backyard. I had a massive weed problem. Uh, this isn't to do with marijuana. For all you bloody stoners out there listening, I don't think I get many. Uh, I don't think I target that demographic too much, but uh, no. But people originally thought I declared war on marijuana, and everyone's like, there's a couple of people like, yeah, man, he's fighting the war on drugs. Good on him. And there was other people like, bro, fucking they should legalize it. And I was like, hey, <laughs> that's not what this is about. <laughs> Take your opinions elsewhere. This podcast is opinionless, okay? Except for Milo, Wheat Bix, and other Australian food debates. That's the only controversial thing we will cover. And I'm also going to diss Cursor one day, okay? I'm going to fuck with Cursor. And that was pretty controversial. But other than that, pretty much opinionless, okay? So, um, where, what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, the weeds have grown back. Now, if you don't remember, just a refresher for all the people who haven't tuned in for a while, I killed off half the weeds in my backyard. I, I would say it, it's now, it feels like it's at that point of the war where uh, the Russians were going around uh, Europe and liberating a lot of the uh, concentration camps and stuff like that. Just that final part of the war where they're just tying up some loose ends and conquering just completely. That's where I feel like I'm at. I've absolutely have the upper hand in the fighting, but it doesn't mean that there weren't any casualties, AKA my hamstrings and my calves put up very sore from about two and a half hours of deep squatting yesterday in the, in the garden. Uh, I went out there. Uh, I felt like I was a boy when I went out there and I felt like I came back inside a man yesterday because I, I think I underestimated a little because again, it's not too bad, but I ended up filling up an entire bin. What I didn't factor in was I was only looking at the above surface level weeds, you know, little did I know that 
uh, these weeds are fighting like the Viet Cong. You know, they're, they're tunneling. And they are absolutely, they've gone underground. You start ripping up the mulch and the tan bark and there's just fucking weeds and they, they run along these little tunnels. It's like Chicken Run or The Great Escape, you know. They're trying to get out of my backyard, but I didn't let them, okay. They're not escaping my backyard. And they distracted me by growing some new lemongrass, which I hadn't seen before. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's like lemongrass weeds growing, but I've got rid of them. Uh, filled up an entire green bin and it's not bin day for another week and a half. So I'm in all sorts if I want to do any other type of garden maintenance. Luckily, I usually get out there once every six months. So um, I guess absolutely got off there. But uh, yeah, so it was successful. Filled up a green bin and uh, rain poisoned once again down in the remaining weeds. One thing that has come up is there's some gravel in the side part of my backyard and uh, it started growing. There's moss and a little bit of weeds just growing through the gravel. And I think that the previous owner or the landlord has just dropped down gravel over grass because it wasn't even necessarily weeds. It just seemed like grass and you can't mow gravel. So I'm at this situation now where I've coated it with poison, but if that doesn't work, I don't know what to do. I'm not buying more gravel. It's a rental. I kind of care about this property. That's insane to think I would care about something that I don't own. I would even barely care if I owned the property. So I was just like, look, I don't know what to do here. I've, I've had one crack um, and we're currently trying to get a dishwasher out of our landlord anyway. So the last thing I want to do is start a weed dispute before we get the dishwasher. So... You know, it's I'm in all sorts at the moment, but I'm still fighting the good fight. And I can tell you that absolutely have the upper hand in the fighting. I put up a little sore, but I guess that's war. You know, you can't expect to come out unscathed. So, yeah, just a little update for you all. Um, I did listen to some tunes while I was out there, which was good. Um, but you get into that Juice World guy uh, after he's dead. I always do that with people. They were like, I'm like, yeah, oh, I hear that someone dies. And I'm like, oh, everyone seems to be pretty sad. Must have been good. And then I'll listen to their songs. And I'm like, yeah, I get why everyone's pretty sad. This guy was, uh, this is some good tunes. And uh, disappointing now because I've become a bit of a fan of his. And uh, I guess that, you know, I can listen to his catalog and that's about it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like just becoming a fan of Queen right now. You know, they're not really pumping out new stuff. You don't want to hear this shit with Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert's great, but you know what I mean? It's, it'd be weird if you... Imagine if you just like today stumbled across Fat Bottom Girls and you're like... Duh, 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 duh. Oh, you're gonna take me home tonight. Oh. And you were just like, this is everything I've ever wanted. Are they touring soon? Where can I find this man? And someone has to be like... Hey, and then there's there's a few people around you, and someone's like, "Are we going to tell him?" And someone's like, "Nah, just just let it go. It might just be a phase, you know." But uh, so yeah, that's what I feel like. It's it's pretty disappointing when you get into artists like that. But I guess that's me, man. I'm a I'm a sheep. I see a trend, and I'm like, "Ooh, gotta jump on that." Okay, and that's that's it. So what what do I want to talk about today? I what did I write down in my notes? i got a few things to talk about. Don't worry. i got a jam-packed bloody episode for you all. Um, what did I write? I wrote, Reese Maston Dream. Kids need to be bullied more. What? 
Why did I write? Oh, I remember now. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> this is why I write really half-baked notes in my uh, phone. And I, I, at the time, like this will be during the week, I'll have a thought and I'll have like a whole rant planned or whatever. I'll like think of a really good angle on something. And then instead of actually writing down in detail what I mean, I just write down a few key words and then go, I'll remember that in three days time. And then it's 72 hours later, I read, kids need to be bullied more. And I'm like, geez, I agree, but why? Why did I think of that? And now I remember. Um, yeah, okay, I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit. Uh, so the, no, dude, kids absolutely need to be bullied more. And here's why, okay? Uh, obviously, bullying is bad to a point, right? You know, race, gender, stuff like that. Not on, okay? But... I go on TikTok, right? Fair bit. I mean, I try and go on only like once a day. Usually when I upload, I usually try and post like once every couple of days or once a day. So I go on there to post. And when you go on the feed, you automatically get sucked in and I watch a few. And um, yeah, the youth of today, I sound like such an old man right now. They're bloody kids. Absolutely need to be put back in their place. And it can't be from people like me. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tell you guys how we can fix this, but it shouldn't be my responsibility and it shouldn't come from me to actually do the duty because otherwise that's just like I can't really bully a kid. But what I can do is encourage kids to bully other kids. So if you're under 18 right now, this part's for you, okay? This is what I've seen on TikTok this week. Now, you see the kids dancing, right? And, like, you know, I saw this one of like the kid had obviously set up his phone. It was like a, a guy, right? And it was with his, it was with a girl. This is what I see a lot. A lot of like nerdy guys, right? Film TikToks with like the popular girls at their school. And you can tell that the popular girls are only doing it to get followers off the nerdy guy. It's really fucking weird, right? And then they're like doing this little dance together. And then I see this guy in the background, right? And I just can't stop watching this guy in the background. This background guy points at them doing the TikTok and then doesn't laugh out loud to his friends, give them the finger, or go up and give any of them a wedgie. It's astonishing footage to watch. He just points at them and kind of nods and goes like, oh, that's cool, they're doing a TikTok, and then just goes about his day. What happened to some good old-fashioned bullying? Dude, when I was in... School, if I set up my phone against a tree, walked four paces back, then started going, I would have had to switch schools. And fair enough. When did filming videos become cool? Because when I started YouTube, it was not cool. It was lame. Like, I remember my friends thought it was lame. There's nothing lamer than being the... The guy like just out of high school that thinks he's going to do YouTube and has like 100 subscribers. I was that guy for like six months, okay, before like I actually had a video go kind of well. And then I got up to like 400 subscribers and that's still not a career. You know what I mean? It wasn't a career for so long for me, probably like two years. And everyone was just like, why is he doing these videos? Like if you go back and watch the videos on my channel, there's ones of like me in aerobics gear and it's fucking hilarious, right? It's Great shit. Not ashamed of it at all. That's why it's still there. It's some of my best work. But that was, I was uploading that to like 100 people. There was like two people that subscribed to me that I didn't know personally. And uh, 
I remember it was just lame. Like it was not cool thing to do. And I had to go through that thing of like it being lame. Yet now it's so normalized that TikToks are cool. Like it's, you see this kid in the background and he's not even laughing at these fucking losers. Like this video had 26 likes. You know, you get something on your For You page and it just has like no likes, but it has to show it to someone. I got shown this thing with like 26 likes and they're always my favorite. I hate the videos that have millions of likes. They're boring. I love watching the ones that have like three likes and it's just some bloke in his bedroom like trying to do his fucking best, but he's just absolutely so off. Like he's just so not, there's no self-awareness. There's, but there's this little dream. You can see the the glimmer in his eyes of hope. He's like, this one's going to blow up. You know, if I really hit this fucking woe, this one's going to take me off. And um, God, it's funny. But yeah, I just think I can't do it. I'm not, I can't be the guy in the background, right? Laughing because I'm 24. I can't be in a school, right? But if you do go to school, I mean, you might not, might not at the moment with COVID, but if you're in a place where you're going to school and you see someone doing a TikTok, all you're going to do is laugh at them, okay? Make some fun, make some jokes. Uh, you know, TikTok, more like tick suck my cock. All right, it's not that creative, but it's a start. And I just feel like if we start bullying kids more and get it, you know, what happened to that? A, it makes the kids who really want to do it try harder and it makes the kids who aren't in it for the long term quit. And that's exactly what you want. Because then the quicker they quit dancing on fucking TikTok, I might seem mean. This might seem, oh, Luke, you're being a little bit harsh here. Just let them be happy if it makes them happy. Right. Well, the quicker they realize that is not going to get them very far in life, right? Unless they're like some kid who lives in LA. Uh, The quicker they realize that, the quicker they just like find whatever they're truly passionate about. And that's true happiness. Okay, so really what I'm doing is uh, speeding up the happiness process by a little bit of pain that you can give them by bullying them about their stupid TikToks, okay? And I don't know if I've made my point clear here, but I just think, I think that's the way to go. I could be wrong, right? Maybe me encouraging other kids to bully other kids, but only for like shit like that. Only Only for the tongue out shit, you know? If they're like doing something creative on TikTok, like don't bully your mate who's like, painting and he just wants to show his paintings to the world but like if you're doing if you don't if you watch someone that's dude does something definitely shit you know those ones where it's like what are you doing okay i just think that i just think what happened to bullying man it was a great thing i mean it made me rethink it it, it that's what bullying did for me it made me realize i did really want to do this because despite me getting made fun of for making videos at the start um i just still loved it so i just kept on doing it and that, that was the best thing for me. Because if I hadn't have got bullied, I probably wouldn't have even looked inwards and been like, do I really want this? And it turns out I did. So I, it made me realize what I truly wanted. I was like, I'm happy to put up with this bullying because I think one day this this can pay off. So if you're bullying someone, hey, you, you're probably doing them a favor in the end uh, for two reasons. They might f- realize they really want to woe their way to the top, all right, if the app doesn't get banned. There's, there's been a lot of talk again this week of, uh, Trump banning TikTok, but I read a couple of articles and it seems like it's not going to be banned. I think from what I gathered, uh, they're going to be just uh, buying it out. Like I think Microsoft's interested, but they haven't made an offer yet. I think the, someone's just going to buy TikTok out because it's just such a moneymaker. There's got so many users. It's, it is such a weird thing to ban at this point because it's like, 
it, it'll really be like when Vine stopped. I don't really remember it because I was quite young, I guess. I was would have been like in year 11 or 12. I don't know. I didn't really get on it at the time. But uh, I remember, I imagine it would have been like that when it just disappeared and then everyone was like, oh, okay, I guess we'll be back on Instagram now. Uh, it'll be really weird if it does get banned because a lot of people like it. And, um, you know, it's so brutal. It's so brutal if it does get banned to all the people who it, their talent is exclusively sticking their tongue out and not communicating with their audience. That's what I really don't understand. And I know I shit on like people who dance on TikTok a lot because again, someone should, all right? Someone has to, because it doesn't happen enough. Um, but fuck, imagine if, this is what I find so odd about it. It's the only social media platform ever, I guess musically, but that was literally for nine-year-olds. Um, I guess so is TikTok, but uh, it's the only social media platform where you can actually get big from showing zero personality. Back when I started, all you had to show was your personality. Like if you were boring or, or like you couldn't, the, you know, like no one would like you, but people just like, look, I don't want to have a go at like these people because they're, again, they're like, they're kids. But that Charlie, what's her name? Charlie D'Amelio, like the really big girl um, on TikTok. She's like the biggest creator, I think, um, or a sister, Dixie. I'm not sure who's bigger, but they don't, they're not in, interesting, Right. I don't think that's unfair to say that. I've seen her, I've interviewed on Jimmy Fallon and fair enough, she's 16. She shouldn't have to be interesting, but it's crazy to me that she can actually uh, hold and captivate the attention of 40 or 60 million people or however, however many followers she has. Like that's crazy to me that there's that many people that are like, wow, that's good, good, uh, uh, Charlie, you know? Good on her. That's awesome. But actually, think about how impressive that is. She literally doesn't really speak in her videos. And when she does, she doesn't really have anything that interesting. This is interesting to say. She has a pretty monotone voice. She doesn't present well. And I'm trying to be as fair as possible. She literally just doesn't project well on camera, like as she the way she speaks. And that's fair enough because she doesn't have to, right? But how? Like when you watch someone who has a massive audience, like, uh, Jimmy Fallon or Ellen or whatever, they really know how to like bring you in and that they're, they're great at presenting. And like, it's so weird. There's like no charisma with any of these TikTok kids. They all like, especially the guys, man, the dudes on the app, the little e-boys, right? Man, there's so little, there's so little to like. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's just me, but there's so little substance there other than them being like, <laughs> Because I, I cannot understand, like, even when the Janoskians were big and, like, uh, One Direction and stuff, they were, like, cheeky and they seemed like fun guys and, like, they seemed like guys that you could be friends with. There is nothing interesting about these new wave of creators. Even calling them creators sounds fucking off. Uh, but there's nothing interesting. Like, I try and they always seem on YouTube trending. So I'm like, man, I need to understand this as to why it's popular. That's just like my how my brain works. Whenever I see something successful, particularly online, I like need to understand why it's working. And when I watch them, I'm like, I think I'm old because I truly don't understand it. Like I sit there and I'm like, fuck, okay, let's just like look at this not in a joking way, just in like a for real, like how, how the fuck would anyone 
think this is entertaining. And I sit there and I try and put, push away all my biases of this is shit, fuck this, what am I doing with my life? Right, and then I watch it and I'm like, Duh! and it just makes my brain go into mush because it's nothing. There's, there's nothing interesting about it. And I'm sorry if you like that. You might completely disagree with me, but that's fine. You know what, guys? Because if everyone agreed with everything in the world, the world would be boring, wouldn't it? Um, so I guess that's what makes it good, you know? They need people like me because then makes the people who do like it feel special. Like, but I like it. That's why Star Wars is cool, you know? Because there's a bunch of people who hate it. Um, and then there's a bunch of people like me who's like, I dig it hard, okay? I don't care if you hate it. And they, that makes me feel like better about liking it because I'm like, well, I, I'm, I'm unique. <laughs> so, you know, there's got to be people like me, man, putting the pressure on these people to have a personality because if I don't, then no one will. <laughs> I like to imagine that there's a bunch of like LA TikTokers right now watching this going like, man, you know what? Luke's right. <laughs> we should probably like gain a personality. How do we do that? <laughs> Let's go on Logan Paul's podcast and ask Mike. Um, one of them was on Logan Paul's podcast. That's what I saw this week. Anyway, guys. Um, so that's it. That was my rant on kids need to be bullied. So if we could just start bullying them at a younger age and kind of knock it, either really knock it into them that they really want to do it or just knock it out of them quick. That'd be great. Cause I'm seeing too, pe so too many underage people floating in the middle of like toying with the idea of being an internet celebrity. Okay. That's one thing that's absolutely shifted. Like when I was a kid, the dream jobs were like, uh, playing footy, like with guys, I guess, um, like some kind of professional athlete was always like, if you're into sport, that was like a dream profession for everyone. I think, uh, maybe I'm different, but I remember when I was really young, I thought being a chocolate taster would be awesome. I now realize that's not awesome. I also thought working at Legoland or Lego world would be the best, but again, I just really like Lego. Um, and I think, I think another dream that some people used to have, I don't know as much as anymore, is like working with animals or working in a zoo always seemed like a cool job. And remember, this was peak Steve Irwin fame when everyone aspired to do this. But now, I don't know about you, there was just no one I knew that wanted to be famous when they grew up. Like no one. None of my friends were like, oh man, I, I just want to be like an actor or a, I want to be like a entertainer i didn't even want to do that shit i wanted to play footy i don't know what i wanted to do I wanted, I wanted to be a band actually so i guess that's not i didn't really care about like the success of the band i just kind of wanted to i just really enjoyed music um all I, I remember my my actual dream when i was in high school my dream when i left year 12 like what the last day of school was to do a show interstate in a band I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, imagine like driving in a van and like having people show up to an interstate uh, show. That would be like my biggest dream. And I guess I've achieved that dream, uh, but just with comedy. And now I realize that's what I really want to do. Uh, Cause I just didn't know a lot about comedy <clears throat> when I was like 18. I realized I went to see my first show when I was like 19, I think. Oh yeah. After year 12 in like April. So anyway, <clears throat> um, isn't it weird though, that a lot of kids now, it seems like, aspire to be famous like there's this idea that like internet fame because like the rise of social media youtube blah 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 it's created this like perception where it's like oh i can just be famous now like look at all these other people my age being famous it's crazy because for every like one percent of people that you actually see that are doing well there's 99 percent of people 
trying and failing. And I still feel like I'm in like the 99%, you know, <clears throat> like really compared to people, of, you know, cash and, cash and checks. I, I would say technically actually I'm probably in the top 5% because it is my job and that's pretty rare. But um, that, that you can actually make money off doing this. But is, I don't know, is that weird to me? Maybe, maybe it's not weird. I just think it's crazy that a bunch of young people aspire to be a celebrity. Like, and they don't even like really want to do anything. I think they just want like aspire to have Instagram followers and think like that'll carry them for life. It doesn't mean shit, man, at all. As someone who has, I, mean, I don't have that many Instagram followers, but as someone who has an audience, it's great. But it's o the only reason why it's good for me is because it allows me to perform comedy to a bunch of people because I do something else. You can't just, you can't just have Instagram followers. That, that's so weird to me. When there's people that are like, what do they do? Like, they're just like big on Instagram. I'm like, but what, what do they do? Or they just like go hiking and post photos. And it's like, oh, so they're a hiker. Like, no, no, no. Like, they're just like big on Instagram. <laughs> and that blows my mind. And that's one thing I'll never understand. But maybe that's just me, guys. And I should stop talking about this. It's been too long. Um, guys, one thing we do need to discuss is big, big announcement uh in bachelor world this week two bachelorettes they've announced on the upcoming series now that is what's going on there yeah so they just did it on the new zealand season and they're two sisters right it's what's her name oh damn it i've forgotten the blonde girl she was lovely on the bachelor oh ellie Ellie and Becky Miles. So there, Ellie was on The Bachelor and she was lovely. I think she was on The Honey Badger season, maybe, from memory. Um, anyway, she was lovely and everyone wanted her to be The Bachelorette, which is cool. But she's on it with her sister. There's two of them being Bachelorettes. Now, what I want to know is, are they dating the same pool of guys? Because, like, usually the way The Bachelorette works or The Bachelor is, is, like, one Bachelor or Bachelorette and then, like, 20 people trying to get their attention and they they date this the one pool of guys and at the end they pick one and you know 50% of it works out right and um but this one there's two of them so are they like is one gonna like because obviously there's let's be honest in those shows there's always like four actual candidates there's the ones they get on for tv there's like the ones that potentially could work but probably not and there's the weirdos and the villains and <clears throat> blah, blah blah so once you knock out all the shit ones that are just there for entertainment. There's really like a pool of five to six actually good dudes that they'll be there and actually might get along with. Therefore, they'll be like, do you reckon they'll be like their sisters? They probably have similar taste. I don't know. They might fall in love with the same guy. This could be a fucking disaster. It seems like a great idea. I mean, it's a great idea for entertainment wise. It seems like a great idea for them on paper because they'll be like, oh, we get to experience this together. As sisters, you know, we can go on this journey and find love together on TV and everyone can watch it. It's probably going to end in tears. It's probably going to end with one of them falling in love with another guy and then, then the other one going, God damn, my other sister's hotter. Who's the hotter sister? You know, I think Ellie looks younger. I worry for Becky, man. Okay. Uh, just, I yeah, I worry that one of them's going to get hurt. There's going to be a situation where there's going to be some awkwardness because one's going to get some sloppy seconds on a date and it's going to be weird, but God damn, I'm excited to see how it's going to play out. 
Because I like that they're mixing up the game now because we've seen the same format for years and years, but it's good to see them just mix it up. It's great for the sport, and I'm excited to see it, if I'm honest. A lot of people messaging me about it during the week and have nothing bad to say about it. I still think they should do the Cougar edition, like a 50-plus event where they get some divorcees and uh, people have been single forever for a reason. You know what I mean? Like there's some people, I've never found love. That'd be great to watch. And you watch, and then two episodes in, you figure out why that is. And you're like, oh, dang. Wow. And you never will. Um, I would love to say that. Would also love to see a bi round, uh, which is where they get like a bisexual bachelor or bachelorette and like 10 guys, 10 girls, and they're all, no, I guess they don't all have to be bi, but like, yeah, obviously say if it's like a girl and she's bi, they get 10 straight guys that will be into the girl and also 10 lesbian or bi girls that are into the girl and they just play it out like that. That's a season I would love to see. Um, very progressive, Channel 10. If you need ideas, hit me up. I've got a bunch of them, okay? I've literally got like so many different ways you could play The Bachelor. Two Bachelors would be great to see next. Um, we'd love to see maybe Tim from Bachelor in Paradise and also, uh, the Honey Badger back in for, uh, his redemption story. And I feel like those two will get on a, ha on like a house on fire anyway. So just do it, Bachelor. Um, so yeah. And I would also love to see, uh, obviously we love Osh and, uh, but I guess Osh isn't going to be around forever, but I feel like the franchise will continue. Would love to see once... Osh has hung up the boots maybe in a decade. Scott Tweedy takeover from Prank Patrol. Would love to see Scott Tweedy as a host on there one day. So, yeah, those are just my kind of bachelor. That's my batch wish my batch wish list. Wish list. Jeff, I can't speak. Wish list. <laughs> wish list. Um, obviously, I'll find out if I've been a good boy this year and see if any of those dreams come true. But hopefully one day it will. So, yeah, two bachelorettes. What a time to be alive. Okay. Um, it's exciting if you're into the sport and I guess I'll have to speak to some people from New Zealand to see how it panned out on their show. And that way we can get a better idea. Uh, we can use that as a case study for how it's going to pan out on the bachelor Australia. Dude, they're really rushing through the bachelor content on channel 10. I can't keep up on my channel. I think they're up to like episode nine or some shit. And I've put out four episodes on YouTube. I can't keep up, okay? I don't know what they want me to do. I mean, I know it's not about me reviewing it, but that's not fair, okay? Two episodes a week, I could totally keep up with that. I've been pumping out two or even one week, I did three on YouTube. But um, yeah, Bachelor in Paradise is ending on Wednesday. And it feels like it started three weeks ago because it did. Why are they trying to smash it out? They should be trying to milk these because they're going to run out of pre-recorded content that they did before COVID. And they're trying to fast track The Bachelor to be on air. But it's like, dude, you're not going to be able to keep filming unless you, they go to Perth and film it all. But I don't know. They're not going to... There might be a second wave. Who knows what's going to happen? I feel like Channel 10 need to be like milking this shit. And it's impossible to keep up. I think this week they aired four episodes. That's how cheap that television is to make. They aired from Sunday to Wednesday a new episode of Bachelor in Paradise every night. Who can keep up with that? Who's sitting there four nights in a row on television watching it with ads? That's insane, dude. It's like air two a week. That's enough. 
Um, but thank you very much, everyone, loving the new Bachelor series on my YouTube channel. It's gone very well. Uh, if you don't like The Bachelor, I still feel like you'll enjoy it anyway. You don't really have to enjoy The Bachelor to be into Meg and I ripping on it. Um, yeah, it's so much fun to do. They're a bitch to edit, but I've worked out a lot more uh, efficient way this year. I've finally screen recording. I don't know why I was never not screen recording. We used to watch it, and then I used to screen record it afterwards, and it was so inefficient. That's why I could never pump out that many. But, uh, I've, yeah, I'm getting out like two or three a week now, which is great. Um, yeah, so I'm, I want to do other videos, though. I don't just want to become a Bachelor Review channel, because um, but it's just really hard to try and keep up with the freaking show that I... Uh, just want to keep doing Bachelor, but I never get time to do any of this other shit. I want to do Amigo videos. I want to do more music reviews, man. My music reviews keep getting, uh, like blocked in some countries because of copyright laws. Everyone keeps going like, do more music reviews. And it's like, dude, they get blocked. Like the Justin Bieber one is demonetized and partially blocked. The Takashi one got demonetized and, uh, partially blocked. Oh, sorry. The Tamagotchi one. Um... So yeah, anyway guys, uh, what else is happening? Oh, I needed to tell you guys about the Reese Maston dream and then uh, we'll probably just wrap it up. So, um, oh, I also had some questions actually as well. They'll do. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote this down. It's really not that good. I just, <laughs> I just think uh, isolation's getting a little bit rough and I'm really, I'm really, uh, I guess, scratching for content, you could say. Like, I'm just anything remotely interesting that happens. I'm like, just write it down. You know, it might be good. Uh, the Reese Master Dream. <laughs> I had a dream the other night and I realized how wild this is. This is like, I realize now that this may be actually my biggest fantasy. Now, this sounds like I'm going to go to a different place. It's not sexual. Okay. I love Reese, but not in that way. I respect him as an artist and a friend. Right. But uh, if you don't know Reese Maston, uh, he's an Australian singer, popular from the X Factor back in the day, but now he's doing some more rock stuff. He's very talented, love his work, and he became a good friend of like our radio show and stuff like that. Uh, and he was always a really good sport over the years. Anyway, so occasionally, obviously, I dream about him. Okay, sue me, all right? I'm just a man, okay? I can't control my subconscious. And if my subconscious wants to dream about race, I say, fuck it, let it. Let there be race. So... You know, don't judge me. I'm pretty comfortable with my dreams. And um, yeah, this one was about Reese. Uh, in my dream, I think in a lot of dreams I've had lately, it's like COVID doesn't exist. Like, I, I don't know about you, but did anyone have those dreams where just like you're feeling, I don't know, it's just like you wake up and you're like, oh, I can't go outside. We're in a fucking world pandemic. But in the dream, you're doing like old shit that you used to do. So the dream was at one of Reese's concerts right? And I was side stage and I, I woke up and I realized like, oh my God, this is probably my biggest fantasy. Reese was rocking out like he was doing, shut up and kiss me. And everyone was going fucking nuts, obviously, because he was killing it. And I was side of stage and in between the songs, he would come over and high five me. I was with like Meg and Lewis and stuff. And we, we he was high fiving us. And he was like, yeah, you know, like giving us thumbs up and looking over during the songs and being like, this one's for you guys. And, you know, and I realized like when I woke up, I was like, that is my fantasy, right? Just being in a race concert and getting that much attention in between the songs from my hero. Um, so, but then, right. Then, during halfway during uh shouted out 
the band did a little like interlude, right? Where it's like, all right, we're going to slow it down for a bit. But you know, when the drummer keeps going, right? And like the music doesn't stop, but they're like in the middle of a song, but he's like, can I get an air? And he's like, can I get a what? Because that's how the song goes. And the crowd was like, what? And then Reese said the best shit ever. And I'll never forget this. It was like it was real. And I wish it was, right? Because again, this is a dream. It didn't happen. But God, I wish it would. And I'd be so proud of her if it did. I remember th- realizing that this may be my biggest dream for Meg. It was my biggest dream for me, but I knew I don't have the talent to carry it out. So Reese in the dream is like, everyone say, what? Oh, and the crowd's like, what? Oh, and he's like, all right, I'm going to bring up a very good friend of mine. Like, you might know her of YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Welcome to the stage. Meg Archibald, everybody. And everyone goes fucking ballistic, right? Because obviously that would happen. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's Meg from Bachelor Reviews. Ah, you know? <laughs> Again, this is my wildest fantasy that's playing out here, right? And I'm on the side of the stage being the proudest boyfriend ever. I'm like, oh my God, Meg, you're on stage with Reese Mastan. That's fucking sick. <laughs> oh, I remember this dream so vividly, it's shocking. <laughs> I remember how excited I was. I've, I realized I've never felt that excitement in real life in quite some time now. Um, but it's great to get it when you're sleeping. So... I remember being so proud of her and she gets up there and then for the second like chorus of uh, shout it out, he's like, all right, three, two, one. Whoa. Oh, and she's like, he's like, and, you know, he gets back into the chorus like shout it out, shout it out, shout it out. And then Meg gets the microphone and goes, whoa, and hits it because she's a really good singer, right? And uh, she hits it so good. And I remember the crowd just goes fucking nuts. And I remember in that moment being like, I could not be prouder of it. Like I, it was just like she was... I felt like a parent that lives vicariously through their kids in a way, you know, I was like, she's living out my dream because I don't have the talent to do it. You know, I would be, I wouldn't know what to do. If Reese Masson called me on stage and was like, sing the woes in shout it out. I'd be like, I can't, I can't do it. But, um, you know what? She, she did it anyway. And she, oh, she nailed it, man. And then I woke up and, uh, it wasn't real and I was pretty shattered, but what a dream. You know, you can only dream, as they say. Um, God, it was good. So anyway, that's guys, that was my Reese Maston dream. And I wrote that down in my notes, thinking that would be good podcast content. Oh, who knows if it was, but uh, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But it was content. You know, it was a story. Uh, was was a good, well, that's up to interpretation, subjective. Uh, but anyway, guys, they, oh yeah, I got some questions and then we'll just bloody wrap it up, huh? We'll absolutely rip it up. Um, this one uh, comes in from Nick. And now you can send in more questions. I've got a few. Some of them have been odd. You know what I mean? I'm not going to read them. But uh, yeah, luke.kidgel at gmail.com if you want to send in any correspondence. Put podcast in the title, right? Or go to my website. There's a contact form there. That comes through to my email anyway. So um yeah, there's a contact form there. You can just just put podcast in the in the thing because I lose them otherwise. I get a lot of emails. I'm a busy guy. Um, this is from Nick. He said, "Hey Luke, got a few questions you could use for the next episode of Narratives of a Cream Colored Earthling." Very good one, Nick. I should have used that. Damn it, shouldn't have read that out. What is something you wish you did during high school? Oh, oh. Um, I wish <laughs> this is this is gonna sound awful. But I kind of regret trying as hard as I did. (laughs) 
and that's not good advice. I know there's a lot of people in high school who might listen to this show even, and um, don't do that because I'm a very unique case, and that really shouldn't apply to anyone. Uh, but yeah, I, I've never used, quite literally, I've never used a day of my education in the sense that I never needed a score or anything. I kind of just glad that I learned some things. Like there's some things I'm really glad I paid attention to and some things I wish I had have paid more attention to when you learn about taxes and all this real life shit, so important. But when you learn about, like when I was sitting in history and yes, it's great. I guess I have now an idea of how the French revolution went down. You know, I uh, understood Hamilton more when I watched it on Disney because I knew a lot about the American revolution and that was good, I guess. I was like, oh, yeah, I've learned about this before. I know that. So there's some things that are good, but it's like my day-to-day stuff. Nah, I didn't I didn't use much about the French Revolution in my life um, or the Chinese one. Learn about that in year 11. There's just some stuff where I'm like, yeah, look, fine. In legal studies, I learned a lot from. You learn about uh, just... That that's a really good one to learn. I think in any business, legal studies. But yeah, I, I guess um, I don't know. I maybe I guess I'm talking about school wise things. I wish I did. I don't know. I I was pretty. I mean, I I was pretty happy with how my schooling went. I was learned how to be um, funny. I learned how to make friends. I you know I I just I feel like I had fun. I enjoyed my schooling years. I, I hated the actual class shit hated it so much because I just, I knew it wasn't for me learning, but uh, I loved everything else about school. The fact that you get to hang out with your mates every day, it goes extremely underappreciated uh, when you're at school. It's just like, it's just normal. You're like, yeah, I can see my friends every day. So what? Fuck it. You know? Um, I don't know, man. Something I wished I did during school. My, I killed it in school, dude. It was great fun. We used to play hacky sack at lunchtime, pivot at each other's back. And the teachers used to be like, why you guys have bruises all over your legs and your back? And we were like, ah, because we're not fucking pussies, bro. Move along. All right? We're not soft kooks. Oh, that sounded bad. Soft cocks. <laughs> Sometimes I say words differently for no reason. And um, yeah, and occasionally cock comes out as a racial slur and I apologize for that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. That's I have no idea how to answer that question. I feel like maybe I shouldn't have read this out. I should have read these questions before bringing them on the podcast. I feel like I don't have a good answer for you. What is something you wish you did during high school? Dude, nothing. High school fucking sucks. Like, I feel like one thing, I don't know, this is not really related, but one advice I can give people in high school, don't be the fucking guy or girl that gets caught up in high school after high school. There's nothing more cringy and weird. And it's always like the theater kid, dude. There's always that one theater kid that doesn't move on and they're just stuck at the school. And then they go back to the school and they're like helping out, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I still keep in touch with the teachers. Don't be that guy, okay? It's great to have a good relationship with people, but don't be the guy that sticks around for too long because it actually gets in the way of your life if you cannot move on from high school. There's a lot of people who just get sucked into like, this school is my life, man it was for seven years you just need to like move on okay I, I i maybe that's just me i reckon there's nothing fucking weirder than that person who's hanging out at the school four years later going oh i teach after school drama for free and you're like why you know what i mean like get get a real job teaching drama there's heaps of 
opportunities out there if you try. Like, it's a good experience. Great. Um, do you and Lewis think you'll ever go back to radio? Was his other one? Um, maybe, man. Probably not. Let's be honest. Well, dude, why? I think during COVID, and obviously, like, I don't want to speak. I'm not going to speak bad of the people at the radio station. That's the only reason why we stayed for so long. The people at the radio station, you know, I made some friends for life at that place. It was a great two years. Um, our producers, some of the funnest, most creative people I've ever worked with. And I'm super glad we did it because um, I'm definitely better now at presenting and comedy. I feel like I'm better at uh, working through the creative process. Um, again, it's something you can't learn unless you just do it. Like doing it, a radio show five days a week we're doing for like a year was uh, exhausting at the time. But now looking back on it, it was one of the best things I ever did. Um, so, Cause now doing three podcasts a week seems fucking easy in a way. It's like, Oh, you know, just, it's just content. Um, doing this one, I guess is the hardest one to think of content for because it's just me, you know, and I'm the type of guy I love doing things with other people. I really love doing Luke and Lewis because I love laughing with people I love doing the videos with Meg. I fucking love doing uh, the Patreon podcast with Meg. I think that's my favorite podcast to do is the our one on Patreon. The whole thing is just us fucking dying laughing at each other. Um, it's hilarious, man. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to that, it's on the Patreon. But, um, yeah, this one's probably the hardest because it's the probably I, – I know we're up to episode, like, 160-something. It's probably the one where I feel most outside of my comfort zone doing this one. Because it's just like, I feel comfortable doing it, but it's sometimes it's still weird to talk to yourself in a room for an hour. And sometimes I absolutely doubt myself. I'm like, is this good? Like, it's just me talking about my life. And um, yeah, I still have that self-doubt like everyone does because I just want it to be good. I want people to like it. But I'm like, fuck, is this, is me talking about if it's good, good? Who knows? Now I'm doubting this. Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I wouldn't rule out going back to radio, but I would say it's highly unlikely because of COVID has destroyed mainstream media. Absolutely pummeled it. It's shown it for what it is, which is if it doesn't have the flashy uh, giveaways and we've got things down in the street, if it doesn't have all these like, there's nothing raw about it. Like the fact that nothing about my content except for stand up has changed throughout quarantine is so great for me because it's like I could do this during the middle of a zombie apocalypse assuming I had my house boarded up correctly and still had an NBN connection, you know? Like, yet these radio shows and particularly TV, like now that they're in quarantine, they rely on studio audience laughing. They rely on all these things that make it seem way better than it is. And then I don't know if you've seen Jimmy Fallon without a studio audience or Alan it's fucking terrible. It's really not good. And it relies on celebrities and all this shit. And it's, it's been great for YouTubers and online creators because nothing's changed. Everyone's going, yep, yeah, this is still my favorite shit. It's what I've always been used to watching because the standard was always lowered. And now we're on an even playing field with all the TV shows and radio shows that we're competing with. You know, Lewis and I are doing a podcast over Zoom. So are the people on Drive Radio. I think there's some people still doing it in studio because you're allowed to broadcast, but man, it's uh, it's really not too much as like uh, change with our shit. Obviously now we're doing it over Zoom, but now it's the same. And I've been watching some Jimmy Fallon interviews with like really famous people, 
like Jim Carrey and stuff. And it's just them talking on fucking iPads to each other. And people are watching it. And the people in the comments are like, what the fuck is this? And that's all the show was, but it just had a laugh track behind it. And, and it looked great. And it was shot on moon angles and it had a studio band. I think when you strip all that from all these programs, you realize that, oh, this is just like a podcast. Um, and I could actually listen to someone I like more. Um, and now it gives people a lot more choice to choose what they want to listen to, which is why it's awesome. If you're listening to this, thank you so much because you're choosing, you're going out of your way to listen to this, which is, I think, much more valuable um, in a way. So that's another reason why I don't think I'll ever go back to radio is because people aren't really choosing to listen to you. They're just listening to you as background noise and we never get any fans from doing it, really. Like, I don't think we got many at all. For like, we were broadcasting probably like 100,000 people at a time. And out of those 100,000 people, maybe 50,000 of those people are talking, uh, either at work or you might be on in cafes. So no one's really listening. Um, so it's like, and then out of those 50,000 people that might be listening, 40,000 of them don't give a shit. Then out of the 10,000 people that give a shit, a thousand of them might actually uh, be listening and playing along with what you're talking about. It's just like this medium where there's no loyalty and that's, or automatically you're down to less people than actually listen to this podcast. You know what I mean? If Lewis and I, we, we get 10,000 people tuning into almost every episode of Luke and Lewis over the audio and video upload. So it's like, that's more valuable to us because they're choosing to listen to it. Um, so yeah, to answer your question in short, probably not, but also wouldn't rule it out because the people who, who run that place are fucking awesome. And um, it's also very fun creatively. I don't know if we'd ever go back to radio in that format, but definitely like working with the company or doing a podcast or some kind of content absolutely is still on the cards and was being talked about before COVID. And then now it's like, you know, that it was, you know, they've canceled a bunch of their programs that they were about to launch. So um, yeah, we actually were still in contact with the radio station. We kind of never left contact with them once we left we just uh we're always working on different ways we could work with them without being actually on air um so anyway that's the answer to that question and um i should probably wrap it up because my camera's flashing red and it's about to die thank you all very much for watching i appreciate it and i'll see you guys next monday every single monday if you want to support the show you can get it on Patreon. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next Monday. Send in your questions, your topics. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to keep talking about, uh, dreaming about X Factor stars. You know, I might have a, I might have a dream about fucking Jai Waitford next. So we don't want to hear that. So <laughs> um, yeah, actually, that guy seems like a really nice guy. One time I surfed next to him. Anyway, guys, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs>